Hi, and welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and we're here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. Today, we're going to be talking about a situation that a lot of us are facing that is quite unique, and that is we're teaching from home in many cases, with kids around, which presents a unique challenge. So today we're going to be talking about some ways to set up our schedules, some activities we can do, some mindset shifts that are needed to make this go hopefully at least a little bit more smoothly. So before we get started, I want to tell you that today's episode is sponsored by dadsworksheets.com. You guys know math has so many different skills that kids need to master, and we definitely run into problems that just don't seem to click right away. So Dad's Worksheets has nearly 10,000 free printable math worksheets, so you'll find exactly the resource you need to help students practice their way through these minor obstacles. Uh, The fraction worksheets are especially amazing and include detailed answer keys showing steps for reducing, cross-canceling, and fixing improper fractions. Dad also has sets of worksheets for learning math facts using different strategies, and he built several cool interactive calculators for teaching fraction arithmetic, long division, multi-digit multiplication, and more. It's all free, so visit dadsworksheets.com to check it out. All right, so today we're going to be talking about teaching from home with kids. Um, This is a completely unprecedented situation. Um, Some of you were only given 20 minutes to grab classroom curriculum, lessons, and supplies before being told we have to figure out how to teach online. Um, So now we're trying to educate not only our class, but in many cases, uh, many of you guys have kids at home that you're trying to homeschool and work with as well. I know I do. And it presents a unique challenge. So we're going to be talking about... um, how to keep your kids busy while you work, how to organize your schedule, and so much more. So first thing we want to talk about is tweaking your mindset. And before we get into this, I want to tell you all of the things that we're mentioning. We're going to be mentioning a lot of resources. They're all going to be at teachfortheheart.com slash 143. This is episode 143. So if you head to teachfortheheart.com slash 143, you can check everything out. And I want to tell you that I'm kind of planning this episode to be a little bit of a brain dump. And what that means is that I'm not expecting you to do all of these things that I'm about to tell you. This is a whole lot of suggestions. And I think your goal would be to come away from this episode with one or two things that stood out to you that you want to try. Okay, so the goal is not to do all of this, but to pick out one or two things that resonate with you. All right, let's start out by talking about mindset. So this is not a situation we were prepared for, and we've still hardly had time to wrap our minds around it. Um, and we were thrust into working from home. The situation has evolved so quickly. But your approach helps. How are you thinking about working from home right now? You could choose to think, this is impossible. These expectations are unreasonable. I haven't been trained for this. When that, While that may be true, it's not the best soundtrack to be playing in your mind right now. So instead, the thought you need to put on repeat is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, Philippians 4.13. 
we are living in a special day and age where working from home is actually possible. I mean, this is the first time in history that we can connect with our students even when schools are closed, and that is a huge blessing. So working from home is going to be different than working outside of the home. You may have to be creative about getting it all done, and some tasks will take longer, especially in the beginning. So expect this. It helps to realize ahead of time that things will look different. And by now, maybe this this is you've seen this through experience, but maybe you're still being frustrated by it. And this might be the time to realize, you know, I can only control what I can control and I need to let the rest go. Above all else, give yourself grace. This is not typical teaching. This is not even what everyday homeschooling look like looks like. This is not normal, okay? This situation is the opposite of ideal, so don't put too much pressure on yourself. It will not be like this forever. I know it feels like that right now, but it won't, okay? Do your best and know that that is enough. So remember 2 Corinthians 2, 9, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So those are a few thoughts to help us as we tweak our mindset. Next, we're going to talk about making a schedule. And I want to tell you, I want to give a special uh, shout out to Alex, uh, one of our team members who worked on assembling these ideas with help from Taryn and the rest of the team as well. So thank you so much, Alex. I can't wait to share some of these amazing ideas. So having a good schedule and routine can be a solid anchor for us, especially in uncertain times. You've probably recognized how our students and children thrive on routines, predictability, and consistency, and we need it too. So here's some ideas. If your schedule hasn't been working, once again, see if one or two of these resonate with you to try out. Number one, get dressed and make the bed. This can really make a big difference in terms of mindset and feeling productive and ready to start the day, even when working from home. Number two, switch off between two schedules. can be a great idea to help you keep focus, but also allow for flexibility. Here's what we mean. So when you have an A schedule and a B schedule, you actually have two different options for your day. I mean, when you think about it, there's a lot of things that have to get done in the day, right? I mean, you have devotional time, teaching time, homeschool time, chores, self-care, lesson planning, grading, right? So you can create two schedules. Um, Schedule A, you do things in a certain order. Schedule B, you do things in a certain order. And maybe some things uh, show up on one schedule and not the other. And that way, at the beginning of each day, you can choose, well, we're doing A schedule today or B schedule today. It gives you some flexibility without feeling like you have to reinvent the wheel every day. And it can also create some rhythm for your children. You can simply say, we're doing A schedule today or we're doing B schedule schedule today and they'll get used to what that means. Number three, try not to do any work on Sundays. So it's important to have one day where you can rest and not worry about juggling multiple responsibilities. So I really encourage you um, to take Sunday off or choose a day to take off and also do the to the best of your ability, um, give yourself permission to not think about school-related problems during that time too. Giving your mind that free time is immensely helpful. Another tool that can help organize your schedule is Trello. Um, Trello is kind of popular to use for business, but it's also amazing from for working from home and keeping all of your to-dos organized. Um, so you can use pen and paper, um, but Trello is basically a way to just organize your tasks into boards and easily move them around where you want to do them or when they're done. 
Another method you might try is the Pomodoro method, where you basically, you you set a timer, you work for 25 minutes, and then you take a five-minute break, then 25 minutes and a five-minute break. I've been using this lately when I'm having trouble focusing, and it's really helpful because you force yourself to realize I only have 25 minutes, I got to get this stuff done. We also wanted to mention the list-making system from Angela Watson. It is an amazing resource that can help you organize your time. Um, it's actually a bonus from the 40-Hour Teacher Workweek Club, which we link to in the show, or you can head to teachfortheheart.com slash 40-Hour Teacher to, to learn more about. The Daily Download Notepad is a great option to use at the end of the day to review what went well that day. And we link to this once again at teachfortheheart.com slash 143. So the next day, you can sit down to the notepad and you know exactly where you left off and where to start that day. Our next tip with schedule is to be consistent. When you have children, it's a good idea to work at the same time every day so your children know what to expect and get used to mom being occupied during that time. It's also a great it can be a really great idea to pl- to uh, schedule some time for playing with them and kind of filling up their love bu- buckets uh, before you get to work. Next is plan breaks for your kids or if you have pets for your pets. So you do want to schedule breaks so that you can turn, you know, step away from school and spend time with your kids. Uh, put your phone and computer out of sight out of mind and try to be present. Uh, it's not easy to take a break when you're working from home, but it's so important for both you and your kids. So take that break, walk the dog, spend time, go for a walk. Um, it can really help provide a change of pace and then also give you a renewed motivation when you sit down to work again. And finally, get creative with your schedule. Are there work tasks you can do when your spouse gets off work? or on the weekend? Uh, Can you tag team and have one of you take over the children while the other works and then switch? That's what me and my husband do a lot. Are there any tasks that can be done after your child's bedtime so that you can give him a little more quality time during the day? Depending on your specific tasks and schedule, you might have some flexibility and can start thinking outside of 9 to 5 or 8 to 3. And what we're saying here, listen, is not (laughs) to work all the time, okay? But to realize that um, maybe there's some outside-of-the-box options in how you set up your schedule. You know, maybe you spend what normally would be time at school focused on your kids and then move that time to after bedtime or or another time that works out well or when your husband has time to watch them or whatever it is. So just think outside the box as you're you're looking at your schedule. You've been doing this for a little while now, so take a look and say what's working and what doesn't. And the pieces that aren't working, start thinking of some creative solutions. I hope at least one or two of these ideas have resonated with you or at least kind of gotten your mind thinking in a different direction. Um, But what I want to do for the rest of this episode is share, um, once again, Alex and Taryn have assembled some amazing ideas for what activities that we can have our kids do while we're working. So obviously your kids may have some of their own schoolwork to do, um, but at least in many cases, there's more time to fill than there is schoolwork. Um, So I'm going to go through just a bunch of activities and ideas for you. And once again, I'm not going to go into details on these. All of these are listed out at teachfortheheart.com slash 143. So I'm going to go through them quickly. And if one or two of them sounds, oh, that sounds interesting, then you can hop over to teachfortheheart.com slash 143 and check them out and get more details. We link to all of them over there. So first of all, educational activities. Um, We know educational activities are always good, but they're especially relevant when our kids are out of school and we want to keep them in the habit of learning. Um, So these are some activities that can be done independently while we work. 
Um, so the first is BrainQuest. BrainQuest flashcards have been around a long time, uh, but they aren't your typical flashcards because they cover a wide variety of topics and have an element of fun. So BrainQuest also makes workbooks and books to keep skills sharp. The Splash Math app is also great. Every grade level is at your fingertips, so you can choose what level activities to work on rather than waiting to level up on the app. So you can go directly to what work on what you want. We at my house have been using abcmouse.com and Adventure Academy, and both of these are fantastic. Uh, abcmouse.com contains a variety of fun yet structured learning activities for kids aged 3 through 7, and Adventure Academy is for kids aged 8 through 13, where they learn in an immersive game environment. I love both of these because kids can really do them on their own um, while I'm working, and they have fun with them too. Uh, Little Passports is a mail service that provides a great social studies curriculum with fun collectibles and workbooks. Uh, What child doesn't like getting packages in the mail? Flocabulary has hip-hop videos for every lesson and covers all subjects. It's for ages K-12 through but keeps the interest of younger kids best. The Number Blocks YouTube channel has phonics and math shows for preschoolers, and since it's on YouTube, it's completely free. Virtual field trips are another great way of letting your kids explore the world while we're at home. Uh, one of my favorites is the Grand Canyon interactive field trip experience. And there's honestly, there's so many. I was going to assemble a list, but there's already so many great ones. We linked to a list of more ideas, once again, at teachfortheheart.com slash 143. Uh, the Monterey Bay Aquarium has a free course for kids on their website from pre-K through 12. IXL is a comprehensive online learning curriculum. Um, You can have a book club with your child where you choose a book to read together and discuss it throughout, having your child write their thoughts in a journal or watching a related movie at the end. Many libraries are having virtual story times where they read stories over video and your children can watch celebrities read children's books. It would be great to use the time you're working on to allow your child to develop a lifelong skill. Um, So how about a skill like typing? Uh, Typing is a necessary skill anyhow, so they can use with a free program like the Typing Club. Another area that they could work on is handwriting. So you can print out lined paper and give your child a favorite uh, book to copy out of. Um, we A lot of schools aren't teaching cursive anymore, so this can also be a fun time to learn cursive. My son, I taught him how to write his name in cursive. Obviously, that took some one-on-one time, but there's actually a lot of resources online, videos, and even apps that teach your kids how to use cursive. Poetic Games is another website. They have online poetry machine that teaches students about the different kinds of poetry and allows them to make their own poems. Um, so that could be another fun thing to check out. Once again, the point here is to find something that's easy for you, something your kid is interested in that can be a really easy go-to where you can say, hey, go do abcmouse.com right now or go check out, go try typing, and they can take some time um, to do some of this on their own. Um, There's even online uh, tools for things like piano lessons. My son has been using the Piano Maestro app um, to do piano lessons. So there's just so many different things you can do like that. What are some other activities? Um, There are so many ideas on the internet right now. So once again, I just want to give you guys a few ideas. These ideas in particular are focused on things that will keep your kids engaged for a, a long enough time that you can actually get something done without requiring your guidance. So these are all activities that are time consuming for kids, but not for you, and will keep them engaged and working independently. 
So the first idea is called strewing. Um, so this can make a huge difference. I had never heard of this before, but I, I'm so excited about this idea. I tried it and it actually worked. Um, according to the Artful Parent, strewing is the art of casually yet strategically leaving out invitations for learning and creativity. So in other words, what you do is you take something. I, I don't know. I have so many toys and um, games and activities around my house that my kids just forget about. So you take one of those out and leave it on the table or on the couch, somewhere where they're going to see it. You don't tell them to do it. You just leave it out where they can find it and explore on their own. And we link in the article to teachfortheheart.com slash 143. Um, The Artful Parent has some great suggestions and article with great ideas. We'll link to it there. Sensory bins are another great way to keep children entertained for a long period of time. Uh, They usually involve utensils that encourage pouring, scooping, mixing, like spoons or beakers or funnels or jars. Um, Your sensory bin can be made of just plain water or rice or beans or Cheerios or oats or, you know, anything like this. Um, So there's, once again, we'll link to articles that have some more ideas uh, for things that you can do. Painting is another idea. Kids love to paint. It's such a versatile activity. They can watch painting tutorials on YouTube and follow along with their own paint and canvas. Uh, They can free paint or finger paint or paint their own plastic toys with washable paints. Or do sidewalk chalk outside. So many things like this. Another great idea is to have them have audiobooks or podcasts to listen to. Um, we listen. We list some uh, special ones that we enjoy um, in this article here, um, but giving them podcasts to listen to um, is great. A couple that my kids love in particular, this isn't a podcast, but they are loving Adventures in Odyssey um, and another great uh, podcast that has a biblical aspect to it is the Jesus is Better podcast. Stephanie Craig shared an idea on Facebook that's going viral. Uh, While she works, her children can earn fun snacks through doing chores and exercises. Uh, She's using Monopoly money to pay them and keep them busy and getting help around the house. So that's kind of a fun idea that you can check out. The details we will link to that in our post couple more ideas for you real quick. Mo Willems is an extremely popular children's book author, and um, he has been making YouTube videos called Lunchtime Doodles that show some of the process behind publishing a book. They give children creative art ideas and have drawing lessons, so definitely something to check out there. And of course, um, screen time is an easy go-to when you're working to keep your child busy, but we recommend trying to save screen time for the most important meetings or when you have something really urgent to complete. Um, So if you kind of save the screen time for when you need it most, then it's there and it keeps it from becoming addicting. Final idea is have your kids do exercise videos for fun and to stay active while you work. There's so many even on YouTube that are perfect for that. Well, we could go on and on with ideas, but I hope this is once again just getting your mind going, and I hope maybe one or two of these stuck out to you as an idea of like, oh, I could try that. So once again, everything is listed at teachfortheheart.com slash 143, and feel free to add your own suggestions at the bottom. Share what's working for you. We would absolutely love to hear from you. Before we go, I do want to recommend one other thing for you, and that is if you are having trouble, you're feeling very overwhelmed with your time, I know all of us are having very different experiences in this quarantine. Some of us have extra time. Some of us are way overwhelmed more than normal. Uh, But if you've been having trouble with balance, either habitually during the school year or particularly during this time, I want to recommend to you our free Reclaim Your Time Challenge. It's really simple. It just has six resolutions, six tweaks to make 
make in your life to help you reclaim your time, put structure in place so that you can find a semblance of balance. And you can get that at teachfortheheart.com slash reclaim, teachfortheheart.com slash reclaim. Well, thank you guys again so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep trusting. You really are making a difference.